Right then. What podcast is this? Should have been prepared. <laughs> is it seven? This is podcast number seven. Yes. There we go. Um, yeah, we've, we've no special guest today. We had a, a Luke on last week, which was good. Um, unfortunately, this week's just been a little bit chaotic and uh, it's just down to me and Joe. So we'll try to keep it on track. And uh, Yeah, and let us know who you want on. Like, um, I mean, we're, we're scheduling to bring on um, a lot of the coaches. Um, I'm really keen to get Julie on uh, to talk a little bit about yoga um, and the benefits of yoga. So, yeah, just let us know who you'd like to hear from first. I mean, obviously, uh, we can get Gemma on at some point if she can be bothered being in the building. Like Oof, she... you obviously cannot solve it again. <laughs> I'm back at that. We, said, we actually said, didn't we, we were going to get Steph in. Um, and we told Steph that last week. Yeah. Uh, Liam. I think it's just making diaries fit together at the moment, isn't it? But we, we will. And, uh, it, this is actually my fault because we should have done this podcast yesterday and, and I was just swamped with shite. Club-wise? Yeah, club-wise. woo um, It's like, obviously, everybody, everybody's gym processes have changed significantly, um, you know, since we've opened and we've had some technical issues that for any of the as Julie calls them yogaites out there that have experienced some of those technical issues we do apologize but it would appear that we're not far off having them fixed so um, are we allowed to talk about boys this week mate go whatever yeah fuck it um do you know what? I've got a big big shout out to um what's the name of the gentleman uh, in Liverpool I can't remember his name Nick Nick um it just shows you that to be honest with you he's he stood up against what or stood up for what he believed in um, I think he presented himself in a, a very non-confrontational way but was very matter of fact in what he was talking about and for those of you who haven't seen uh, his gym's been allowed to reopen um, which was a, a shit storm in itself anyway because by the sounds of it the local government didn't have to shut him down um, but they did they shut him down and he stood up and said no because look it, it cost him a lot of money to shut down I think he was in a similar position to us I don't think he got any other government grants but when he actually started this campaign he said if I shut the doors I don't think it's ever going to reopen um, and he's he's had his gym reopened he stood up and be counted he stood up to be counted and I think then we've just seen notification today that gyms in Manchester under tier 3 are allowed to stay open you'd like to think that the local council in Leeds would follow that um, I didn't publicise this but I've had a couple of email exchanges with the Lord Mayor as she is called um, she hasn't said definitely I think she was waiting to see what Manchester said I don't think she actually knew the rules um, but looking at it if everything stays as it is even under a tier 3 lockdown which let's be honest Boris and those bumbling idiots are starting to do now because uh, they're talking about South and West Yorkshire we will be staying open so woohoo Thank yeah. you, Nick. What's Nick's surname? Uh, Whitcomb. Whitcomb. But yeah, fair shout. And no. you know what? From Body Tech Fitness. And there was another guy. I'm just actually looking it up now. There was another guy that I actually sent a message to. Um, and he was... And he were really, really sound. We had a little bit of backwards and forwards. Um, but his name's escaped me. But either way, the, the, these guys have stood up, recounted, and I actually think all gym owners and gym users, uh, there's a little bit of debt for what they did. Because, you know, a lot of gyms had already rolled over, and, and I'm not saying died, but they'd rolled over and let it happen. And they've just stood up for what they believe. And let's be honest, Joe, we said the same, haven't we? Yeah. We, we were have, going yeah. down fighting, and 
Um, I almost feel a little bit of envy because somebody's done it, but actually I'm really glad that they have done it because it would have been nice if we'd have been able to do it together because we would have been vocal. Um, and look, that sort of leads into, I can't help but think, get the political stuff out of the way, that there was every intention of locking down Liverpool, Manchester and Leeds and they've staged it over a two and a half week period because I think there was almost fear of a northern revolt if they'd have done that. Yeah, possibly, but... I mean, we're jumping gun a bit because nothing's been said about Leeds. So West Yorkshire, they've talked about today. So nothing's been said yet about we'll Leeds. So so here's one, right? So you you're the evidence based and you understand stuff, right? So we're not going on conspiracy theories. <laughs> However, there is no uh, denying that we know um, that COVID is really bad and certain people have been affected. You know what I mean? I think we both know people that have passed away at the height of the pandemic. Call it whatever you want. So I'm not belittling it in any way. But do you know what was interesting? Me and Joe were talking offline. Over recent weeks, there's been like a couple of Liverpool football players that have been pulled from the squad because they tested positive for it. Um, then two weeks later, they played three games in a week. You had other week Wakefield Rugby League playing against Hull and seven of their players tested positive for it. On the, and they played on the Sunday and they tested positive for it on the Sunday night, you know, routine test. And it got me going that, look, we know COVID affects people in different ways and it's a viral infection like flu and cold but isn't that something that the government should be out there talking to people that all of these viruses that can affect especially someone that's maybe respiratory the healthier you are the less likely you are to become severely ill with it and i'm not saying you won't become ill because we know that you can but doesn't that promote a, a bit of a healthy lifestyle if there's never a reason that's it these athletes have performed if you take the rugby players i've been training and not even known that they've had something and that's, I don't want to go down the asymptomatic route, whether it exists or not, and all them other things, but do you not think that that's a prime example of why we should be living healthier lives, because it's less likely to affect us? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's been an oversight from day dot. I think I said on one of the very early podcasts, um, you know, nothing's really been touted in regards how you can, like, bolster your immune system or the types of, you know, like, even giving people, like, they did the eat out to help out you know they could they could subsidize people's gym memberships they could subsidize people's personal training you know yep for the at-risk groups you know like i mean i've seen it firsthand i've seen people firsthand just by adopting a resistance training program and just changing how they view food as fuel and completely like reversed like type 2 diabetes and that's straight away taking away one of the top kind of risk categories. And I know not everyone can come and train. I know it's not everyone's cup of tea. But like I say, if if, if things were just opened up for like, you know, a half hour here, half hour there. Yep. It's just for me. It's for me. It were a bit of a no brainer, and it just, it's just. And I get the, I get that a lot of focus is on economy, and I get that a lot of focus is on. You know, like the NHS and things like that, and but I think if you know the messages about like not smoking, you know, like you see people outside shops, and I'm not getting into an argument about masks, but they're outside shops, and I I use a, a snood as a face covering, and I'd not lifted mine up as I was just about to walk in shop, and I got a little bit of a look from a guy that had took his mask down so he could have a cig, and I'm like, like, really? Yeah. And I just think, like, I just, yeah, it's just, I mean, I, I'll be honest, I don't know if you can tell from the tone of my voice, I'm sick and tired of talking about it and hearing about it, I really am. 
Um, but I know it's. But the thing is, like, it's going to be around forever now, and that's what we've got to understand. And I know these talks of vaccines and things, but they've been what they spent eighty years looking for a yeah, yeah. cure for the common cold, and it's like it's it's yeah. But there were a thing yesterday. We, I know we don't want to go down the whole COVID route, but it said that to vaccinate everyone in the country, it takes six years anyway. At which point, there will be a level of immunity across most people. I'm certain of it because I think it's already showing. But without going on that, so I had a chance to tell you this. Did you see? Do you remember Boris saying that they were going to pay for exercise machines to put into uh, doctors' surgeries and stuff? No. So that was one of the things that they said. You know, one of his bumbling speeches. That's what it does, isn't it? So anyway. When I was on phone with doctor the other day, um, I won't tell you it was a what what disease I've caught this time. But anyway, I was on phone with doctor and I asked him. He says, "Oh, it's been talked about." I actually said to doctor, "Why don't if this is the case and they're trying to help the at-risk groups, do subsidised gym memberships?" And and the doctor actually said, "Mate, we haven't got a load of space in here anyway, and they're on about a room to have some basic exercise equipment." He said, "And yet you've got all these gyms around that have been hurt for six months." said it doesn't make any sense at all and to be fair dr hume who's at leave you he actually said to me look leave it with me i'll do a little bit of digging for you because he's only down road and you've got a doctor saying that you're right it'd be better to subsidize and from our point of view like now it's what we're doing this at three o'clock in the afternoon it's probably been quiet since about 11 and it'll be quiet till about four there's a period of time there where we would happily work with i'm going to call them the more at risk people or maybe people that are a little bit more nervous about going into a gym now would be an ideal time to come in and just do a little bit of stuff. But then going back to what we said on, I think, the first podcast, there's a very short-sighted view of the world for me. And I just think we're not teaching people. We're saying that you, at school you're not taught about managing your own bank account or managing your calories. And I'll never forget, you think, we've just gone through the height of lockdown. We had lockdown for five months. And the queue's outside of McDonald's. <laughs> and that's the bit of like... Fucking hell, you know, of all the things that you're desperate for, and I understand, I like a bit of takeaway food or whatever, but is McDonald's really that high up on the, the list of things that you want at that stage? I don't know, maybe it is, we're all different, aren't we? But I just think for me, where's the education of things that you can do to minimise your risk? And that's all it is, it's minimising it. I guess a mask isn't going to stop it all, but they're saying it minimises or it reduces, it's that um, Swiss cheese thing, isn't it, where you've got lots of holes and you apply them together. And, but, I look, does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I saw your face and you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> um, I just got hungry, mate. I just got hungry. <laughs> but I just think, come on, for Christ's sake, just educate some of these people on how you can help yourself. And uh, and, and there isn't enough put out there. And I think that for some people, you said exercise is quite a scary thing. Um, but, you know, it doesn't have to be it's scary. We've got a lot of people that have come in since this. I actually think it's really positive. People who aren't trained for a couple of years that want to get healthy again. Yeah. So there are a, a load of people out there that have taken the bloke who emailed him the other night and I put, it couldn't have been any more. Matter of fact, did you see his message? I, I won't say what it is, but I'll read it out because I thought it were. I think I did see it, yeah. He's just, where he just said, look, I, I need to make a change because I'm... Yeah, it's I'm, not going to help itself. Yeah. Uh, and I can't look into it. I mean the thing is this is why we do this podcast really and this is why we, we we try and put put content out on social media like I'm the world's worst because I find so many kind of distractions and jobs to do within the gym but that's where you can pick up like free content like ask a question and we'll answer it for free you know that the podcast is a free uh, subscription the you know the social media you can ask away and that's the thing like just keep if you, 
if you are stuck just ask and you know i know i keep banging on about this all the time but um i used to infuriate when i when i first joined the gym raj who owned it i did his head in because it would always just why like when he was helping me with my training i'm like why why though why and then when when he was even writing programs for other people i'm like oh well why have you given that person this and this person that and it's you know and it's it's just for me it's it's the norm to ask um and i get that it's not you know it's quite it can be quite uncomfortable for other people and it seems to be a, a man thing you know like the, they're just a little bit afraid of asking you know a little bit afraid of I don't pride know, looking stupid or well, whatever that's, that's why this guy that messaged you know what's his name but I, i'm going to read it out so Hey guys, we spoke a bit before lockdown. I was talking about the idea of maybe joining then, and of course the whole world stopped. I'm now thinking of giving it a go. As I was saying before, a bit short of knowledge and confidence, and it's a long time since I've been in the gym. I feel like a bit of a lost sheep and not a clue where to start. So just after a bit of pricing and a bit of advice, really, I'm unfit, overweight, and it's not going to sort itself out. I look forward to hearing from you guys. Cheers. Now, when I read that, first of all, I thought, fair shout to bloke, because that, for me, with what you said, that's a really brave message mm -hmm. to send someone that you don't know. But how many people are in the same boat? And I, I messaged him back, I think, first, and I know you've took it since, but, you know, just saying, fair shout to you, and I, put, I don't want to sound patronising, but I think your message is really, really good. It's really honest, and it takes a lot to open up like that. Yeah, vulnerability is, like, it, it's a tough thing for a lot of people, you know, to be vulnerable, and um, I... You know, I've got to thank, I thank the guys at Mint, uh, who I work alongside in, in terms of like the mental health side of stuff. You know, like that group, being part of that group's helped me kind of come to terms a bit with vulnerability and seeing other guys being vulnerable there. It just makes like a huge difference. But, well, no idea what that was outside. No, but. It wasn't us passing gas. So I've got another little rant. I'm going to get oh, my rants out no. of Fucking skinny jab, right? <laughs> oh, again? Yeah, because I can't believe that these people have got like fucking 100,000 I want followers. to answer Emily's question as well, so hurry up. We'll, we'll get to that. But let me tell you this. So skinny jab did a fucking interview. I, I'm really swearing now because it boils my piss. <laughs> with the founder, Caroline Balazas, right? Talks about what separates skinny jabs from other products on the market. She's a nurse. She started off as a nurse treating diabetic patients. So in her video, that's what she talks about. And obviously the skinny jab, it, do, am I right? Is it used to treat people with diabetes? Is that what it's... It is. If you remember, can you remember Anwar sent yeah. us that email, yeah, didn't he? He did. And, and he put in the... He, he works with um, diabetic patients as well. Um, and Anwar's a GP and he's, he's a client of mine. And, um, and he was saying, um, you know, like, like any like any medication out there anything right from your paracetamol to your i don't know your nasal sort of like cold and flu remedy stuff like everything has potential side effects and he, he outlined in the email um some of the risks associated with the you know with yeah. the with the medicine um that that's actually that these skinny jabs are actually made of um, and it's it's just it's just mental and again I mean you could always come back round full circle as like well it's not her fault she's having to subsidise subsidise her earnings by going out on a limb and creating well, something like that there but, is that but Anwar's message said people have asked him and said well I'll just go online and buy it and Anwar's a doctor uh, and he's having to advise him against possible side effects such as 
uh, pancreatitis and heart failure. Now, if someone said that to me, <laughs> I'd be like, fucking hell, that's not, doesn't sound good. But what got me was this woman's done a, a video and she's a nurse. Mm. And I think, you know, there's, with people in the medical profession, that's typically uh, something that they sign up to, which is, you know, to save life and to help people. And she's learned about this because she was treating people with a BMI, it says, of over 38 and over. So that's quite significant. That's massive, yeah. And she's now using this for other things. And you've got, when you go through Skinny Jab's comments, you see people commenting going, oh, sorry. Uh, you see people saying, oh, how much is it for this? I'd like to lose a dress size. Yeah, it was done for people way beyond just losing a dress size. And I'm going to be honest with you, but <laughs> this is, if it fucking worked, She'd have used it, wouldn't she? If she's is, a doctor, is that the, that's is the that woman. The right. right, so there you go, right? If it really worked, this woman on it, not having a dig, she wouldn't look like she does. If she thought it was safe, because she'd take it every morning, oh, I'll have some <laughs> of that, instead of cornflakes. So that's my skinny jab rant over. If anyone sees skinny jab, every time it pops up, I report them, and I put that it's spam, it's offensive, and it's, uh, I report, <laughs> report it for something. So, yeah, that's me being a, a bit of a dick. Right. So, uh, positively <laughs> uh, we had a couple of messages I think Emily's was quite good but we also had one this morning from is it Kim? did you see that oh I've not seen that where did oh, that come from uh, I can't remember we have that many different and look this is one of the reasons guys if you do email if you do need us either, either email results at tridentleads.com uh, or member support at tridentleads.com because obviously we've got all the different social media platforms and it becomes quite difficult sometimes to remember where it's come from so I'm going to get the easy questions out of the way so Kian Daly said future plans for the gym expansion and whatnot so Kian it was going really well until March and then <laughs> the whole world stopped uh, so Kian if you are listening in all honesty March would have been the best month that the gym has ever had uh, I've said it before we didn't get any grants or any support apart from off our members during lockdown and we're fighting back um, everything was going really well and I think then the threat of Boris the other week putting lockdown again it, it made a couple of people cancel freeze memberships etc but do you know what the, the overall plan was that within a year so in March 2021 we wanted to be in a position where financially we were looking at our own building that was the idea wasn't it Joe um, and so that might have meant moving there's lots of buildings around here but we felt that we had a business plan that would have allowed us to do that and invest in a, a newer building and, and that involves with ABT and New CrossFit Utopia. They were all aware of what our master plan was. And in all honesty, Kim, we're just going to ride this out. There's for future plans and expansion. You guys won't have seen yet. There's a lot of money gone into changing rooms. What would you say? Probably 10, 12 grand in total. There will be, won't there? More? Yeah, I mean, again, a lot of it's invisible because it was roof. Roof. Um, but, it, but yeah, I mean, we've, basically, they're, they're a little bit smarter. I'm not, I'm not going to, you know, like, it's... Um, this building unfortunately is a little bit like polishing a turd um, <laughs> so it is quite it is quite a struggle but the main the main um, crux points in the chain rooms were like extraction that's ticked off we just need to get that hooked up to some power um, but I mean we've had we've had lots of ideas I mean like we've got ideas about maybe trying to have something outdoor you know especially ready for like next summer um, have you been reading Annie Forbes message so no so Annie's messaged in saying, will we have an outdoor thing for uh, Halloween? So we're cutting it a bit fine. You know that we're waiting on certain people to... Yeah, yeah. But that is something that we're looking at. Um, I just thought it was quite a nice segue into that. So Annie, 
I don't know about Halloween, but because it might be a case, what we're looking at is a bit of a semi-permanent structure outside. So I don't know if it'll be here and erected. Why do I smile when I say erected? Uh, here she and a child. I have a child. Here and erected by Halloween, but we will uh, sort something out, I'm sure, because Gemma loves Halloween. She does love Halloween, yeah. She's mental with it. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so watch your space there. Um, but yeah, in terms of gym expansion, obviously little things you know like we're looking at getting you know like we're looking at keeping on top of like equipment i'm just going to put one of my little rants out um i honestly can't believe that we've still not got all the equipment back that we lent out in lockdown uh which upsets me a little bit actually i think i feel like it's a little bit i'm taking that one a little bit personally really but um We'll get to the bottom of that in due course. Yeah, and look, it were a while for certain bits of kit to come back, but yeah, and it's hard because obviously everyone ascended on it and we want to help out, especially those that helped us out, don't get me wrong, but it, it's proved difficult because there's always bits fall between cracks and I think that's what's happened. And we, you took a photo yesterday, didn't you, of just so much kit that hasn't come back. And, yeah. you know, bearing in mind we just said, you know, not to say struggling, but we're just fighting this way back. It's not good to be missing that kit. So if you've got some kit... This is an amnesty, right? We're not going <laughs> to yeah. hold it against you because things, you know, yeah. you might not have been even just to... just drop it in reception and run, you know. <laughs> but honestly, we're not going to hold it against everyone. But please don't put it off and think, oh, I won't take it because I'm look like a right dick. I should yeah. have took it before. Please don't do that. If you've got it, we don't care. Honestly, we don't hold grudges. Uh, just please come and see us. So, what was that next question we had? So, well, you, you didn't. Oh yeah, Kians. Yeah. yeah. Um. So. Emily sent us a message, um, a training-related message, um, if I can find it again, which was basically around um, exercise order, and I'm going to do one of those really annoying um, fitness pro, fit pro things, and I'm going to be like, it depends because it does kind of depend on your goal, like specificity and stuff. Um, but I'm going to arc back to my other comment of just enjoy it. Um, so the question was in full, don't have to talk about it if you think it's boring. But when planning my workouts, I sometimes tr struggle to know what order is best to do the exercise in, particularly on push and pull days. So any tips, please and thanks. So bless her, Emily, ran off to university. Um, I think she had a good-ish first week and then have they been locked have they been locked indoors since then no they're allowed but they're not allowed off campus or all oh, like that so it's like it's like an open prison it's not so, quite yeah. a prison it's an open prison <laughs> <laughs> so yeah so but to be fair they had to let them in didn't they because they wanted all the yeah. you know they wanted the full money for the tuition that, that's what they've done and they it? wanted the, the housekeeping money and everything and the board money um, so yeah in terms of and um, I'm really proud of Emily because she's um, she's a little bit sarcastic like me Fucking little and, bit. Um, She's, yeah. <laughs> and one thing I'm really suited about is she drops us a message saying, I've put a complaint in about the gym at the on campus. Um, but yeah, so, question. Exercise order. Personally, for me, I don't really think there's any massive kind of need for any specific order. Um on saying that though if you've got a particular lift so for example you mentioned push and pull so if you if if one of your specific targets or goals is to be better at 
chest press, for example, um, dumbbell press or bench press or whichever modality you've got access to in your gym. Um, if that, if you're really kind of goal orientated to get better at that lift, I'd say the fresher you are for that lift, the better you're going to perform it. Um, so I'd put that early, like you know, have a decent warm up. Stagger your stagger your warm up. Don't tire yourself out and go for it. However, um, we touched on it a little bit last week with Luke. Um, Luke started training his legs a little bit different. So we used to say kind of compound exercises first. So all compound means is multiple joints. So do your compound exercises first, and then your isolation exercises second. Um, isolation simplified means single joint so you do all your pressing movements so if on a on a push day you do all your pressing movements chest press incline press shoulder press you do all those movements first and then the isolation you do them separate um luke's taken a slightly different standpoint so on a leg day with luke he used to start with his compound but now what he's started doing is he's started really working through the leg extension um leg curl sort of isolation moves first before he does his compound and again luke's got his reasons for doing that he likes quite likes the old school like pre-exhaust sort of reasoning behind it but also he's protecting his knees he's looking after his knees so if you think about it if you do your isolation work first and get some volume through with your isolation work it means that when you come to get your compound work done you actually don't need as much weight or as much volume to get the intensity up because you're already semi-fatigued. So again, he does it from a joint protection kind of way and to mix things up a little bit because you've got to keep yourself interested. As much as you love training, you've got to keep it interesting for you because you've got to enjoy it. That's the be-all and end-all is you've got to enjoy it. Your programme, yeah, it does need to be balanced to a certain degree. But I won't worry too much about exercise order. I'd, I'd look at it more in terms of what exercises do you feel you get the most benefit from across the board. And I'd focus on those. Obviously looking at little weak points as well. So I wouldn't lose sleep over exercise order. But just look at your, um, your maximum recoverable volume. Look at your volume load. And you, you'll, you'll keep progressing. Would you say then... Is there a difference of, let's just say you want to come in and do 35 minutes weights or, you know, of whatever it is, and you then thought, I'm going to do half hour cardio or, on a cross trainer. Does it matter which way around you do it there? Um, again, I think it comes down to performance. Like if you want to, let's say you're doing a specific cardio test, for example. So let's say you're jumping on a watt bike and you're actually wanting to measure your performance on the watt bike doing that after a weight session isn't optimal yeah. you know doing it after a a, a 20 minute warm up that might include a little bit of load bearing exercise that's probably going to be more optimal than jumping on it dead first or dead last but again it comes down to what are your goals and what do you enjoy doing that's the thing um, if you um, if you do it if you look at it from that perspective um, that's your key Hi Gemma! I can never remember what the code is. Look at this, so new to the podcast is Gemma Hemmings. Oh no! <laughs> You're on it as well, we're not going to edit it. Oh. So, so yeah, so 
just walking straight in to get back to your question uh, just walking straight into the gym and thinking what should I do first my cardio or my weights what do you want the biggest goal from uh, what do you want the biggest result from if you want your biggest result from your weights are you going to lose a little bit of that I hate the word motivation but are you going to lose a little bit of that inspiration to train hard on your weights by boring yourself to tears on a, on, a load, on a bit of cardio beforehand or is that bit of cardio beforehand going to be really useful for you to get into that zone get into that inspired mode to lift some weights right I guess that's the benefit of doing one at group training sessions as well yeah. isn't it? If, if Chris sounds a bit funny because he's old he can't manage to sit on a stool for very long so now he's stood up against the wall I feel like I've sat on the toilet for a little while <laughs> <laughs> so yeah if he's gone a little bit if he sounds a little bit in distance it's because he's walked to the other side of the room my voice is loud enough to carry it anyway so. yeah yeah but yeah yeah so how's Gemma great <laughs> it's a shame we've not got this live because Gemma's now looking at the camera like oh my god not the camera the microphone that's <laughs> oh, really really bad this is not for me why is it not for you but you got why is it not for you you've got to be fair a lot of the people that have commented and I think listen would be your type of customer anyway your type your client typical client that trains me so Annie had mentioned earlier on uh, asking about Halloween you've obviously had the people asking about mini jams earlier on so. I have indeed. So what I would say about what you were on about is if you can't find motivation, even though you hate that word, oh. and Chris was talking about the group sessions, that it isn't always about group sessions that involve weight training all the time, and that maybe you want to do some sort of dance fitness instead, which again is not for everyone. <laughs> For all those that obviously can't see, Chris is doing a dance right now. So not everyone wants to always feel like they're working out. So sometimes just doing something that makes you happy, but also that helps to keep you moving, keep you active, is just as important as lifting weights, throwing down in the gym, doing whatever else it is that you're doing. The thing that makes you happy is the thing that you'll do the most and do you know what don't you think especially this year there's a lot of people that have in uh have spent a lot of time probably i'm not saying in isolation even though there are some people but would see less of their friends than maybe what they would have done and we certainly fall into that category so actually being able to go out and socialize with other people even though they might be your best friends but actually having a laugh in it you know people doing like-minded things to be honest with you i just think there's such a positive mental aspect to that that it outweighs any other physical benefits anyway so like i would agree with that 100 percent. so with our dance fitness classes we have really struggled to maintain the classes just because the numbers are so big so obviously we had to move everything online as we did with everything that we were doing but a lot of the time we are still online just because obviously we still have too many numbers to have it in the gym we would still need to be outside we can't always rely on the weather although hopefully we're going to be sorting that out at some point yep but we everyone that continued to do the classes online with me throughout the the whole of lockdown we were just there so that we were checking in it was like it gave everyone a bit of routine and it it meant that we could have that little stupid conversation anyone that's done classes with me knows that i'm stupid and talk it time, absolute it? nonsense and we have some real ridiculous conversations but we've still been able to do that and 
you can't always do that over you know over the phone with your your parents or, or whatever it is the people that you've been checking in with throughout lockdown so still being able to do that with people that you would normally see day in day out at the gym was massive and i think every single person it kept them it kept them sane oh i saw including me including me there were so many positive comments that came in through those times uh, and i think still because there's you've got a couple of people who for various reasons have still not really been involved in coming into gym aren't they yeah do you know what i mean which everyone's got their own reasons and i understand them so i think for them if that was to stop that would be such a negative because it's been constant since march hasn't it? yeah 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 we've not we've not had any sort of gaps even um you know with having things online as well it also helps for those people so we need to remember that not everyone is not in because they don't want to be you know lots of people now kids are back at school kids are going into isolation isolation means parents have to isolate so even if you really want to come back into the gym you can't um so having that option for online which hopefully i even when we are back i would like to continue that anyway because i think it opens up another channel for people you know there's people out there that maybe can't get childcare on a night and can't come to an evening class even though they love it uh, or circumstances have changed and they've needed to be at home a lot more they shouldn't have to miss out on the things that they used to do just because they physically yeah, exactly. can't get in so i think that if nothing the positive is that being online and and also being at the gym as well it's brought everyone back to the same everyone's back in the same level like everyone's got the opportunities some would argue it's a bit of a great reset to get into the conspiracy theorist <laughs> i'm not getting involved in that no i'm not i'm just <laughs> um, I'm, uh, the other thing is that well then i'm going to put you on the spot uh, you've had a message earlier on to say will mini jams be returning so and it is putting you on spots i know is. you've got your own shit going on as well it is so I would say, even though I absolutely love teaching mini jams, for now it's not something that I think that I can bring back to a level that I would always teach it. So I don't want to have to teach a class where there are so many restrictions, especially when it comes to kids. That's that's not what I'm about and it's not how I've ever taught. I've always been a bit more hands-on. Kids are always, believe it or not, even though I don't have kids, kids actually like me quite a lot so <laughs> is this something else that we could maybe take online um potentially there's also the option of doing some sort of like almost like an on-demand not an on-demand but almost like a pre-recorded a pre-recorded um because at the moment because as everyone's life is a little bit different at the minute my other job is is taking up quite a lot of my time which makes it a lot more difficult for me to be able to do anything um however what i would say is that a lot of the kids that were coming they enjoyed the dance aspect of things now there are some videos online anyway of my dance classes that you could always put on in the background i'll obviously check them first to make sure that they are uh clean versions of songs but that's also an option of, of something that I can do to just record something that you can put on in the background so that the kids can join in. That would be easier for now. Um, but there are, I mean, the kids, you know, I miss having the kids in here uh, for sure because we used to have loads of, especially around Halloween. So anyone that doesn't know me, like Halloween is my thing. We've talked about it. Yeah. Uh, I am... It's not having Halloween. She's wearing year. a mask now. She's wearing a mask now. I think it's the time of year where Gemma feels that she fits in. Honest. <laughs> it is. It is literally 
my favourite time of year. She's about as tall as a hobgoblin anyway. This virus is not taking Halloween from me. So even if it's absolutely lashing it down, come at the 2nd of November, I will be in that car park in a costume dancing. So that is happening. <laughs> so I anyway, care. I want to try and just cut in because I, you I know... You brought me into this podcast. I was just minding no, my own no. business. <laughs> I'm just, I just want to mention something that I think could be quite important like in regards like the classes because you mentioned something to me during lockdown where actually a couple of like people that had never ever ever dream of coming to one of your classes in person Mm -hmm. were joining in so for example like husbands and partners joining in in the background and that got me thinking um just from a relationship standpoint like i bet some of these ladies will go back home after doing one of your classes and they're buzzing and I bet there'll be a lot of partners out there like oh, it's only a, it's only a stupid class it's only dancing around but how many of those same people now that might have seen them actually doing it online and then have a completely different viewpoint of wow you really do like get something else yeah. from the class it's not just about the dancing around getting a sweat on you actually get something completely like different something completely immeasurable from just being in that group and from just being just participating you know rather than spectating you know just participating i get this a little bit from when like when you come back on a personal note like when you come back from doing your class which is you know you choreograph sort of like class that you do over in normanton you know and you'll come back and like and i'm like how's your how are your class oh yeah it went all right and i know that you don't really want to talk about it but then if you've got footage of it or you want to practice it it's a completely different conversation because it's like oh you're really buzzing about this yeah because we're doing this and it's progressing to this and it all comes down to this thing of if you're doing something that you love it's easier to do it consistently which means the results you get from it are going to be way better than even if you do something optimal and you do it on and off, like the world's most perfect workout, the world's most perfect diet, if you don't do it consistently, it's not going to work. Whereas if you just change little things and be super consistent and you make sure that you're doing something with people that you enjoy being around, even if you don't enjoy necessarily the getting sweaty and the dancing around, but you enjoy the people, you enjoy the company, you're just going to get masses of like benefits from it, masses. I think it's important as well to understand that there isn't just one sort of training as well. Don't ever let someone tell you that if you're doing a dance fitness class that you're not training hard because you are, you know, you guys have all seen me after a class. Um, We're shattered, we're sweating. I once did one. My were sweating on Monday. I once did one dressed as Sully out of Monsters, Inc. That was an experience. Warm. But it, it, like... Don't let someone almost belittle or, or downgrade the hard work that you put in into any sort of training. I think I think sometimes the the fitness industry this is, might be a little bit uh, controversial, but the fitness industry is snobby and yeah, they own people. Fickle. Yeah, it is fickle. Really people fickle. Want you to think that that the way that they do things is the only way and the you know, best that's 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 it and that's the way that you'll get results and you know different things work for different people like yeah. i would never have started doing just randomly throwing myself I, I mean i love training in the gym as well but again anyone that knows me 
um, I dance about all the time when I'm not even when I'm doing nothing that's what makes me that's what makes me happy that's what makes me you know it brings me joy so if I can incorporate other things into that where you, you're adding in squats and you're making people do squats that have never even never would even think if, about a I've squat got to in ask, their life but if that's in a dance is that called a slut drop no, no. Don't what? listen to Chris. Why would that? I thought that's what you called it. No, we're not dirty, Chris. Woo, oh, for anyone that can't see, Ovs, he's just done a slut drop in the office. No, that was a squat in the dance. You've just said it's not it a slut was, drop. Not the way that you did it. It wasn't. Um, so yeah, just saying, like it. You can do whatever you whatever you want to do to make make yourself feel better don't let other people make you feel like you're not training hard I've for the way s- that you decide to do something look nightclubs are shut up moment i know it's bonkers but we know that dancing you know makes you feel good and everything else but <laughs> that, you know especially if i've had a beer or two but nightclubs are shut what two when have you ever had two yeah well, i have had none <laughs> uh, yeah um, but the point is you know i, I agree that, you know just do it because it is and that sort of segues into something I wanted to say at the end because we have got a couple of things. It's going to end up the first Friday of Oct- no first Friday of November. Um, we've got uh, new speakers and stuff that will be in in the gym. New yeah. music system. Yeah, okay. And four, four months. Four months later. Okay. Yeah. We'll, yeah we're we, getting done in lockdown. This. I, I heard this go. all lockdown. Shut up, you. But wait till you see new sound system, and we will be having a couple of DJ nights. I've been practicing. So, oh god which will you know I just think that'll be great because end of the day pubs are probably going to be shut we're hoping if we stay under this tier 3 as long as we stay safe so do you know what the gym is the new nightclub it's the new pub let's get some banging tunes on positive endorphins <laughs> there we go that makes me sound really old doesn't it? <laughs> I was going to say what Chris do me a favour will you say segue again just because you've said it a few times yeah, I, well, I, I like it I'm just... <laughs> so I have one other thing to say because I know we've got to try and keep this to about 45 minutes so Vitamin D. I know this goes completely off kilter. Wow! <laughs> right, because we talked the other week about like stuff that you, you know people. It's industry is full of shit. You don't need to say. But you mentioned vitamin D, yeah. Yeah. Vitamin D, especially at the moment, is beneficial, yeah. Yeah. If you can get hold of it. <laughs> okay. So we've got a load coming tomorrow. Oh, <laughs> I managed to get hold of a load. So that is the segue. You see that? Um, speak to Joe around the benefits of vitamin D. We're not selling miracle cures, but. It is something that Joe spoke to me about, and the reason I know of it, we've run out at home, and right. I ordered some, and they didn't have it. Everyone's struggling to get vitamin D, so we have some coming in. Which, which is tomorrow. good, because, again, I mean, in terms of, I'm not going to start talking dosages and things on a podcast, but in regards to things like um, sort of global, uh, the global numbers, it, it, it it's ridiculous. It's like something like 80% of people globally uh, are deficient in vitamin D. Um, so and again it's those little things like you know if you're noticing that you're feeling really tired really fatigued uh, around sort of like with the the amount of sunlight that we get you know the the daylight hours now being reduced you know I mean myself personally like I'm walking to work in the dark I'm walking home in the dark um, and this and that exposure you, you really do miss it so things like vitamin D you know it can have a really really good impact on on that on your immunity everything and i mean just to bring it full circle with the the nutrition side of stuff um i'm gonna harp on about protein fish oils you know these are the things that we should you know that are gonna be 
beneficial for heart health, brain health, cognition, all these things. It's just it's just vital. Every cell in your body uses protein. Um, so when keto kevs on your on your back about carbohydrates, carbohydrates has, got, has only got one job. So your carbohydrate has one job, and that's fuel. Whereas protein, every single cell in your body wants protein. So if you don't, if you're if you're if you're kind of thinking to yourself, oh well, if I just if I just cut carbs, if I just cut carbs, that means your body is then looking for another fuel source. So it has to look at fats. It has to look at amino acid pools, which I don't want my amino acid pools getting used in terms of for kind of fuel. I'd rather that come from carbohydrate. So yeah, it's good when he talks like that. He knows his stuff. He does but know his stuff. Um, but yeah, so if you if you are interested in anything anything like nutrition wise or anything like that, drop your questions around the social media messages regarding this podcast. Um, I'd love to talk a little bit more nutrition on here. Um, I wouldn't say I'm like immensely confident with every question, but I'll do my best. Um, but yeah, um, training questions, anything, training, nutrition, lifestyle, habits. Just anything but COVID and Boris, please, because then, <laughs> then Chris might be quiet. Yeah, I will. Uh, look, what I will say is that <laughs> the, the reason that that came around was there was a couple of people that mentioned, like when we yeah, talked I mean, about I've, fat burners. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've spoke quite openly to a lot of people over the counter, so yeah, it's, I'm, I'm glad. And I'm so, glad you mentioned it because another guy messaged right. about grabbing some so protein. And this podcast will go out either on the Wednesday 21st or early Thursday. And if you are interested, come and talk to us because we have got some, and it is a bit like rocking our shit at the moment because I think everybody, anybody who knows it realises that. That's, that's an old man saying for rare. <laughs> yeah, so. it's what my granddad would have said. So I've swore a lot today. I stopped counting at seven. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. You're more professional than me, at least. Professional, me? Yeah. Wow. I think that's the nicest thing you've ever said. On that note, I'm going to call it a day. While you're ahead. Yeah. Peace. <laughs>